Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. 7 a.m. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordan Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And, and I'm Rogers. Sorry. <laughs> go. Go. We love you. We lo- go. And I'm Raji Pandya. Tell tell the listeners about you. Um, I am pursuing a MFA in creative writing and fiction at the City College of New York. Um, and most of my work is shorts fiction and poetry surrounding uh, the South Asian diaspora and identity and interpersonal relationships. Which is very apt for the film that we are discussing this week, which is 1998's Kuch Kuch Hota Hai. Which translates to Something's Happening. Hey. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a pretty <laughs> this is a pretty like important film, um, an important Bollywood film, yes? Yeah. So I was telling Bronwyn earlier, like I, I've watched this so many times and the thing is like it's one of those movies that you watch in bits and pieces over the years and then eventually you just kind of string it together and you've seen the entire movie um, but in terms of quotability I like to think of it as the mean girls of Bollywood like every line is quotable and you can drop it in conversation in a group of South Asian people and it's going to be you know it's that that is what it is and culturally there's not a whole lot more to it except it's a fun and silly rom-com and I don't know. I think I think there doesn't have to be a whole a whole lot more to it. The song the songs are really good. Um, I feel like I don't know. I don't. I haven't watched the entire movie in its I- entirety until very recently. But I feel like most South Asian people and people in the South Asian diaspora kind of just emerge from the womb, like knowing all the words to the title song. Um, so yeah, it's it's a fun movie with a lot of fun songs and a lot of very 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 bright very 90s costumes and it's starring like some some pretty big stars yeah yeah so that that was like another huge thing it was just um so it stars uh Shah Rukh Khan and uh Kajal and Rani Mukherjee and Salman Khan all a bunch of really big names in Bollywood so anytime any if if there's gonna be like all of those people in a movie it's gonna be super popular um and yeah, it's just a bunch of really attractive people and really funny people just doing slapstick funny stuff and with with some good songs. And it's, it is like extremely quotable. Cause it, it is, I know. I will admit this was my first time watching it and like obviously, you know, had the subtitles and everything, but I was like, there are so many, mm-hmm. like I was like, this is, this movie could be like 800 memes. I know. And there, and there the are memes. Way. And there are memes. Just like look yeah. at BuzzFeed India. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it was just so funny. I was, I was like live tweeting the entire thing and I was like, there, this movie is so funny. It was just like, cheater, cheater, you're a cheater. And I was just like, oh my God, it's so stupid, but it's so funny. It's, but it's great. But also like all the actors are in on the joke and that's they the best are. part. You yeah. Know, is like, it doesn't I, try to be more than it is. It just knows that it's a silly rom-com with silly people doing silly things and I just I love the whole thing with the print with um, Mr. Malhotra and what's her face oh my god that was like my, <laughs> that's like my favorite subplot that is like how thirsty they are for each yes. other <laughs> like they're just like they're like fully hitting like that scene when he's on the bed and he has yeah. his legs up and he's talking on the phone with her and he's like oh yes I'm like ooh okay no that that was that yeah I, I, I love that beautiful no, and then he was like about to like bust her for the dress code, and he was like, "Short skirts are not allowed," and she was just like, 
She's like, well, are oh, they? Oh, is that so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the basic plot of this movie, it's weird because it, cause it jumps around in time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the essential plot is that a, a guy, there's a love triangle. He is, like, really, really popular for some reason. <laughs> and he's got... Cool. He's got, um, you know, this, like, tomboy best friend. And they're kind of, like, in love with each other. But for some reason, he's just, like, dumb and doesn't notice it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what? She plays basketball. She doesn't like me. She yeah. wears headbands. What? Like, I kept on being, and like... And track suits. She also has, amazing like, full tracks. makeup the whole movie. I, know, I love how they're yeah. like, she doesn't do makeup. And I'm like, I know this is a movie, but, I like... Know. Oh, my <laughs> oh, my God. And then the scene where she, like, puts on makeup. And it's just, like, all this, like, extra makeup. And yeah, she's wearing, like, the pink, the hot pink button down and the hot pink mini. <laughs> It looks like, like she oh, got outfitted in Claire's. <laughs> oh, pretty much. Yeah, like that was some like limited two level shit. Um, and uh, then there's like the more uh, you know traditional, traditional hot girl, yeah. Tina, and you know, you know she has long hair and she's from Oxford. She yeah. went to school yes. in London. She's the principal's daughter. She doesn't play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Um, In other words, she wears short skirts and Anjali wears sneakers. Exactly. Or cobalt blue tracksuits. <laughs> There's so many Taylor Swift songs about this and, and Avril Lavigne, really. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like any pop singer. Mm-hmm. but Indeed. And uh, <laughs> so people, like, it's weird. When we said that we were going to do this, a lot of people tweeted like, oh my God, this plot is like insane. It's really not. Like, it's very classic rom-com. It's very, it's very classic. Like he... Like, he chooses the wrong girl, essentially, and then um, old girl decides, well, I'm I'm hurt, so I'm going to get on a train. I'm gonna what I just school. find so funny is, like, the role of his daughter and all of oh, yes. oh, so yeah. So let, yeah. let me just set up, like, why this entire, like, plot happened. So the movie begins with Rahul and um, Tina, who are married, and Tina's giving birth to their daughter, whom they name Anjali. Um, and Tina dies in childbirth and she leaves behind eight letters, um, describing the whirlwind romance between her and Rahul and Anjali when they were in college. And basically Anjali, her daughter is supposed to open up each letter on each birthday. And the entire story is kind of told as, you know, a flashback of those letters. And basically what happens in the end is, uh, the last letter she opens up on her eighth birthday. Keep in mind, this is an eight-year-old girl. She opens up this letter and her dead mom is basically saying, I feel like I came between your father and Anjali and I just feel like they need to be together. And so this eight-year-old girl is like, I need to get my dad to get with this girl that he hasn't spoken to in like years and years and years. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like a quasi parent trap sort of situation. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I yeah. have a precocious daughter. Like, yeah, but also like, why are you telling your daughter? All why, yeah, this? why are you sending? Like, also, why are you naming her after this woman that you're I like? Know. Now that I know I'm gonna die, I want you to set your dad up with his former love. He didn't realize. Like, yeah, there's so much emotional boundary that is crossed. Yeah, it's. This movie was confusing to me because okay, Rahul is like, and I'm I'm pronouncing that right, Rahul. Rahul, yeah, it's like Rahul, Rahul with an H. Rahul, Rahul 
gives me a lot of Uncle Jesse vibes. I know, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> did not occur to me until you said that. Oh my God, that's so true. Yeah, I was it's like, like very like hair gel realness. Yeah, like I'm just. He's like, just grease. He's like 80% grease. And yeah, I'm sure that he has like a cute face, but it's hard. It's so just everything around it is so distracting. I think like part of. Okay, so this this trope, I guess, is kind of a staple of 90s Bollywood, which is like, you know, the main guy, he's the hero, he's the lead, he's the male lead actor, and he's supposed to be not exactly hot, but boyish and like kind of endearing because he plays yeah. pranks on you and things like that. So he's supposed to be kind of annoying. Um, and I think like the more I think about it, the more I realize like I don't think we were supposed to find Shah Rukh Khan hot in this or maybe we were I don't know but I think we were mainly supposed to kind of be like oh wow what what a cute boyish guy who plays basketball and okay, yeah so there's happens like to be kind of like attractive yeah factor versus yeah. like leading man yeah and that's the yeah. thing um yeah we're not meant to find him to be like husband material. which is weird because like all of like uh, between like tina and anjali who i really wanted to kiss the i know <laughs> i was just like they're both hot like i both think of them as hot oh, yeah. no, they're both they're they're hot. i like i yeah. looked this up i was like there has to be like tina and anjali fan fiction somewhere out there and there really isn't i looked this up and this is so i need to start this i know right because <laughs> like, there's a market for that you know there's yeah. people waiting for it <laughs> i just i can't believe it hasn't been done yet they have yeah. such they have such they they have such chemist- an intense chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Cause, and you can tell that like Tina understands Anjali on like such a like, deep level. So understanding. Like it's not even like. Yeah. She I'm, knows she loves him. Yeah, she does. And she doesn't want to get in the way, but she also yeah. loves him. She's just like, so her energy isn't does like, she, I'm taking your man. It's like, I'm like, I love him. And I'm just like, so sorry. Like, it's like, it's yeah. such a good energy. I really like her and respect her. I would, again, like I just, you know, people talked about like Bend It Like Beckham being like, a lesbian iconic movie it's like i really think this this really could have been that and then it wasn't <laughs> yeah what if rahul was just like not the point <laughs> yeah no what if it was just like, like oh my gosh this, he's such like, a fucking goof i know <laughs> yeah he's a silly yeah all the men are kind of silly well except for the one that i think is hot <laughs> oh salman khan yeah yeah wait yeah. what was it uh alman yeah alman he, that was his name um yeah in the movie he was he was he was really hot in this movie uh-oh. Yeah, it's just funny because like the entire time he was just like, yeah, I know she doesn't love me, but like, but like I'm gonna make her marry me yeah. somehow. <laughs> He's like, I know she doesn't love me, but I will trap her. Honestly, he <laughs> handled it like a champ though. At the very end, he was just like, listen, like the the woman I was supposed to marry literally stood me up at the altar, or like the funeral pyre, whatever. Uh, not the funeral pyre, the 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 uh, ceremonial fire, and. He was just like, I don't know, like I'm out here in this like blue suit. I might as well just like do a song and a dance and you know, <laughs> yeah. what a babe. I really did. I felt like he was a champ. Yeah, no, he could have he could have handled that that like any number. And of I ways. was also just like, I would climb you, sir. <laughs> oh yeah, I one hundred percent would. <laughs> And I know that uh, he bad in real life. He problematic. Or are, are any of the other ones problematic in real life? I don't know. Pretty much. Actually, no, you're asking the wrong person. But Salman Khan is just, sorry. Yeah, he's problematic. Um, Shah Rukh Khan is just like, he's just like very out of touch. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And I think he's been trying to play the same trope for like many, many years now. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think Kajal is cool. Um, 
Rani yeah. Mukherjee, I, I think she's cool too. It's Priyanka Chopra that everyone's got beef with, you know. Oh yeah, I've heard that people Wait, don't do people like her. Have beef with her. I think there's okay. So part of it was the whole like Joe Jonas thing, and they were like, "Oh, oh she's Nick just Jonas. like Nick, Nick Jonas." I'm so sorry. Okay, Nick <laughs> it's okay. Jonas. They're all the same. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I hope Jonas. Didn't I, I come can't. For me. I can't tell white men apart. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was a whole. Th- I think they were just like, "Oh, she's just like selling out to like white men, and you know, she doesn't even sound Indian, and she's just, like trying to be white." Um, so there's like a lot of that, and I think she's like said a lot of things about being like oh like i'm not an immigrant i'm a traveler and i'm just like a citizen i'm a citizen of the world and that's such a rich woman i mean isn't she like really rich she's super rich oh yeah she's real rich but you know what here's the thing i think you know (laughs) real rich rich. it's really good i'm on this episode (laughs) um Here's the thing, though. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because I'm not super invested in Indian cinema, but I definitely hold Indian actors to a much lower standard (laughs) in terms of, like, how they are as people than Hollywood actors. Like, for me, they're just like, all right, they're fine, and they, like, you know, they do some fun movies, and some of them can really actually act really well. Some of them are good dancers. Some of them, you know, are super funny. Some of them are super beautiful. And, like that's kind of enough for me. And like, there's something kind of freeing in that. Um, yeah. Mm. Okay. Is that like, is that partially because you feel like Hollywood actors hold more power globally? So like they have a, like, I mean, but do they, I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking like what, like why, where? Yeah. Yeah. That might be part of it. I think it also might have to do with the fact that like, I am not a person who watches a lot of movies. Like the, the running joke is that I've only seen like two movies in my entire life. Um, and one of them was this obviously, but (laughs) yeah, so I am not a person that pays a lot of attention. I'm not a cinephile. I don't know the correct opinions about movies. I don't know what the good movies are. I don't know what the overrated movies are. And it's, I guess with, Indian cinema it's nice to not have to think that hard about it and that's not to say that there aren't incredibly intelligent nuanced Indian films there obviously are I've seen some of them and that's kind of what's made me start to pay more attention to Indian cinema but I don't know it's just maybe it's because I don't surround myself with a lot of people that pay attention to Indian cinema that I'm not so like oh my god when I'm watching this I'm hearing like this, that, and the other person's voice in my head, like critiquing it. Um, I can just kind of enjoy it as a movie for what it is instead of focusing on like, how am I meant to think of this? Mm, Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if anyone can relate to that feeling. If, you know, wanting to have the quote unquote right opinion can kind of interfere with your ability to just enjoy the art as it is. Yeah. It can be, it can be definitely difficult and you, you know, there are opinions that you're supposed to have. I mean, I tend to like, save my opinion for when someone does something really bad. Otherwise, I don't really have a lot to say. Unless people just, like, annoy me. Like, sometimes actors annoy me in interviews and I just decide that I hate them and I'll just hate them forever. And it doesn't doesn't mean anything because they're wealthy. So who gives a shit? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I I try to go into movies. Like, I know what you mean, like, about, like, wanting to go in and not have an opinion. And like you said, like, if you're hearing more people talk about certain films, then you're going to even if you don't want to go in with opinion, you're going to have those in your head. Yeah. Whereas if you're going into a movie where you don't hear as many voices, then you're like, okay, I can enjoy this. Like, yeah. And I like don't, the, yeah. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I realize like if, you know, there's this view of art that's 
meant to be like, oh, art is an escape from reality. And, you know, we can talk about whether that's true or not. But if you subscribe to that, I think if or if I subscribe to that, I think Indian cinema can be an excellent sort of escape because I am not, you know, held to the standards of these opinions of, you know, critics who know what they're talking about. Obviously, they're Indian film critics, but um, it's it's not quite the same standard of um, it's not quite as rigorous as like the critique of Western cinema is, I think. Um, and I, I, I think that there is something to be said for just a movie like meant to be enjoyed, um, whatever that means. If that means looking at neon colored outfits for three hours mm-hmm. and seeing people almost it's cry, really, but not quite cry. Everyone is really dressed like they're in like those non-fighting scenes in Power Rangers when they're <laughs> just at school. Oh, it's <laughs> awesome. I love it. And I totally agree. I think it's really awesome to just like watch a movie and just enjoy it. Sometimes I you mean, just need like, to watch a movie. A yeah. Like, I mean, and to remember that sometimes movies are meant to be an escape and it doesn't, always have to be a critical experience yeah I like i was talking i was telling my mom <laughs> i was telling my mom earlier today, i was like oh i'm re-watching kuch kuch hota hai. and I was, she was like oh my gosh really and i was like yeah you know it's it really is some kind of movie and she was like oh you don't like it i love that movie and i was oh like oh my god yeah and i was like you know what mom i love this movie too i really yeah. want to meet your mom by the way i had a great time watching she's, it. she's a lovely person but no she was super excited she, and then she sent me like links to like three different songs um from like other Bollywood movies that she and my dad really like um but yeah sometime and like I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that for a for the greater part of of Bollywood a lot of it was just about let's make a plot that can have these really good songs in it and these really good choreographies and dance sequences and um I'm not trying to say the plot doesn't matter but what I am saying is that I think that musicals or show tunes or music in general doesn't I don't think people are required to have as much of a nuanced critical opinion of why they like it I think you can just like the like show tunes and you can like the songs of any given show or movie um and I think the the rest of you know the rest of the movie in Indian cinema is kind of you know based around that it's like okay if you're just here for the songs then why not just be here for the story? You know, it's it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It can just be like, you know, people falling in love with the wrong person, and then their daughter is like, "Let me get you with the right person." <laughs> um, can I ask a really ignorant question? Go for it. Um, why isn't there kissing in Bollywood? Um, there has been kissing in recent years. If I paid more attention to Bollywood, I could tell you which which was the first on-screen kiss in an Indian movie. Um, But a lot of it is just a function of, like, the post-colonial culture of, you know, wearing revealing clothes is not good, you know, showing the body is not good, physical affection is not good, sexuality is not good. Um, And I think that a lot of... I, I think that's really what it is. Um, there are a lot of very passionate hugs, and like honestly, I'm just yeah. Think, there are a lot of hugs. There, I mean, there are a lot a of very, this movie is very sexual. I feel like yeah. No, there's just, maybe there's I was so just much, in a mood, but no, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> no. And honestly, like I, I always like to talk about Dilse as the example of this. This is another movie, um, also very good soundtrack. Um, there is a song in that called Jia Jale, and in the dance sequence during that. Um, Preeti Zinta and Shahrukh Khan are 
in a boat um, in like a lake somewhere in some remote like rural area and they're both like soaking wet and he's like lifting her up by the legs and it's just so 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 not not a single kiss at all just a really really sensual kind of item song um so I guess while Indian cinema has for many years been kind of prudish about kissing I think that they've pushed the envelope in many many other ways um yeah yeah in a sense like there's like um, a forced creativity there too you know like if you're not going to have kissing but you want to communicate the same feeling and passion as kissing you have to like show it in different ways mm-hmm. so like I mean like you were saying like there's passionate hugs and everything and there's also I mean there's these long like musical numbers that express a lot you know that a yeah. lot of like the rom-coms we cover don't have so yeah these songs are like very elaborate Oh, I love it. <laughs> I loved it. I Yeah, no, they were fun. Yeah, no, I mean, like, if you read the translations, they're like, yeah, kind of silly, but also, like, pretty deep if you take them seriously. You know, that's, that's like, a lot of heavy stuff to be saying about the person you love. And, you know, um, I don't know. I think another, I especially noticed this in Guch Guch Hotahe is a lot of just very, very long, drawn-out shots of people's eyes tearing up at the camera yeah, as they're, like, watching someone they love go away from them or, like, saying goodbye to someone they love or something like that. And I don't know. I think that that, that just really struck a nerve with me is these... what Whatever intimacy or whatever longing isn't expressed um, between the two people on screen, we get in these long shots of just, like, the expression on a person's face in response to another... I'm not sure if that was the point, but that's that's the effect it has on me um, as a viewer. You really like this movie, and Honestly, I really appreciate I, that because <laughs> I didn't know because like you, I was not sure what your opinion was gonna be. No, I mean, here's the thing: it's 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 a silly movie, and I think I think we all have silly movies that we love, you know. Yeah, and I mean, this. I is, mean, we we started this whole like this podcast, yeah. is, <laughs> you know, dedicated to that. Uh, I, I wanted to say also I, uh, just something that I noticed is that um, when there, there's a scene where they're playing charades and yeah. they guess the name of a movie and the movie is Rangila. Um, and I so I looked up this movie to know what it was, which it, it, trans, um, it translates to colorful. They, uh, they remade it in America and they remade it into a movie that we've done on this podcast. Wait, really? Yes, win a date with Tad Hamilton. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. I did not know that, and that's amazing. Okay, see, I knew Bollywood stole from Hollywood, but I was I didn't know it went the other way also. Yeah. that's, that's an, Of all the movies that we've covered really to be stolen from Bollywood, I never would have guessed win a date with I Tad I mean, they Hamilton. steal a lot from Shakespeare <laughs> that's also. Amazing. Um, which, if you had a more serious podcast, might be cool to get into, maybe... Kyle oh, we will be interested have a in that. Serious podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very serious. No, there there are many there are many like serious. She says knock it over the I line. I said as soon as I just like picked She's up the like, wine. We have a very serious podcast. Let me. <laughs> no, me rest assured. I take wine. I take this podcast and this movie very seriously. But this um, is real art critique going on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I'm curious what people had to think about. Um. Just. Anjali as a character, like I, Which one? the the older one, not not the daughter. Oh, I just you know with her it was just kind of I'm, I'm away from the mic because I'm cleaning up the wine. Anyway, <laughs> with with her it's just kind of like a she wears headbands. Yeah, and like it's just like it's so weird 
the way that everyone treats these fucking headbands like she is not totally bangable like it's so weird because when she's <laughs> like the sporty spice of this movie like everybody's I know. like yeah she's wearing a sports bra so she's like you know a tomboy and it's like okay whatever that means like like there's so much projected on her based on like one accessory yeah and she and then when we see her when she's older you know she looks just as femme as tina so it's almost just like it's almost like, like the she grew out her hair and wore a sari yeah it's like oh my it's like, it's like the headband's there to like make it seem like one is hotter than the other one and then you realize no they're both hot yeah they're they're both hot they both always have been hot um <laughs> I think I thought that Anjali was, I mean, mm. not that we need to do this, but like, I, I think that I, I thought Anjali was hotter the whole time. Oh, wow. I, Kaj, Kajal, I don't know. I just, I'm obsessed with her eyebrows as is the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, they are great eyebrows. They're fantastic. She Absolutely. rocks the unibrow. I'm serious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> but I mean, you know, it is interesting. Like I asking about so like. so much of this movie happens at a summer camp. Her character. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, like. Like, I don't, it's weird because I feel both, like, in this movie, I feel connected to her character. I spend a lot of, you know, you spend a lot of time with her. Yeah. <laughs> like, you spend hours with her. But I also don't know that, like, at the end of the day, I don't actually know that much about what she wants from life and Basketball. what she cares about. And I don't really know that Fucking, about like, beating Rahul either. Basketball. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, either. Yeah. No, exactly. It's like, I know that she, she connects deeply to people because she's had this connection to Rahul that she hasn't yeah. really been able to get over. I know that she like likes breaking certain gender expectations. Um, but beyond that, and like she connects with kids. So that's, that's a lot there, but like her and Rahul, it's like, I want to know more about them. You know, yeah. can I just say this entire like podcast and movie becomes like 10 times more hilarious because my brother's name is Rahul. So, <laughs> So you're like, wow, this is like, like every time we talk about him, it's like uh, Loki. Like it's just, it's just funny. I mean, like Ra Rahul and Raj are like stock character names in Indian cinema. So it's just that's just how it is. Um, but yeah, I think this might be a bit of a cop out answer, but I guess like depth of character isn't really the point here. Yeah. Um, but that that's a cop out answer. But regardless of that, I think like if we were to try to take her character for what it is i think like love is friendship like might be the message here it's like maybe the person you love isn't like you know what you assumed they would be yeah maybe yeah. it's the person right in front of you who beat you at basketball every single day um totally. which is a very i mean that that really feeds into the whole like oh like you know men and women can't just be friends like if you have a woman right. best friend then like you know you're supposed to end up with her which is not a healthy narrative at all um, but I, but I do, I agree with you. I do feel like that was like, I mean, cause like you said, that is a refrain throughout the movie is like, love yeah, is yeah. Yeah. And so like, I do feel like that part of it is supposed to be like, somebody doesn't have to be what you were taught to want, which I mean, of course it does feel silly when you're like, she just plays basketball, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. like, you know, but that like, that's the device used for this. But like the message is, is really centered around that. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's also important to, I'm just trying to get in the mindset of somebody, um, in 1998 watching this movie. Um, I was obviously, I was born, but I wasn't old enough to kind of watch movies, but I guess like 1998 in India, I'm just trying to think like what my, like people in my family have told me about what that culture is like and kind of what was expected. But like having short hair was a big deal, you know, yeah. for better, or for worse, like 
being like I know now today we're like oh my god she has a bob like you know such a tomboy right right but you know culturally I think like at that time like having short hair was kind of I think she was actually like one of the only women in the movie that had such short hair she was yeah Yeah. she was the only one yeah so yeah at that time having at that time in that culture having short hair was a big deal and I guess like playing sports was also a big deal so like I know this is very like kind of gender binary 101 but um I guess that that's what India was working with at the time. Yeah. And that's the context and that's important, you know, like totally. No. And I felt I had a similar kind of reaction when I saw, um, another movie that I would still like to write about, um, um, which was, uh, it came out like, I think a month ago, it was the first Indian movie to feature a lesbian couple as the main characters. And, I saw it and I talked to like a bunch of my other friends about it and we were like, yeah, we had like these high hopes about it being this really nuanced kind of realistic movie about showing lesbian relationships for what they are. And it was still very like, um, like at one point, one of the characters, like um, I think either her father, or her uncle is just like, oh, I get it. You're just like me. You like women. Oh, and, like, yeah, oh, yeah. The thing is like, and in the course of the entire movie, it's you the the actual two main characters who are in a couple like who are in a relationship like don't say very much it's more about like how the family responds to them being lesbians mm-hmm. right um and like i was i was disappointed by that and you know a lot of my other friends were disappointed by that but i guess like when i think about it like that's kind of what india is working with right now and I don't know, it just makes me think about, like, who these movies are meant for. Because, once again, Dear Zindagi, another Bollywood movie that deals with, like, mental health issues and depression. Very kind of 101 for people our age. But um, maybe there is something to be said for, like, the How- older generation kind of. Because the thing is, like... The, yeah, like, well, we no, did total- a movie on Jenny's this podcast. Wedding. Jenny's Wedding. Yeah, I was just thinking about think that. Jenny's Wedding. Yeah, yeah. Where we, and we talked about how, like, we were like, this was, didn't feel like a nuanced representation of a lesbian relationship, but it did feel like it was made for people, mostly older generation, but also just, like, not, uh, you know, not millennials in New York who, like, talk about culture and have, you know, like, like, I'm not saying this in a condescending way, but, like, it's, I do think, I know for me, it's really easy to forget, like, how much, how many, like, movies and TV shows are not made for me, like, for better or for worse, and that that's good, and that, like, people have so many different life experiences, and, like, the conversations I have with my friends are not what everyone's having all the time, so what seems obvious or, like, old to me is not, you know? Yeah, the thing is, like, I think it's a... I personally, like, toe that line a lot in my head between, like, oh, we shouldn't be made to pander to the, you know, heteronormative, gender binary, old school kind of way of thinking that doesn't yeah. understand these things. Like, like we need to we keep shouldn't pushing have to pander it. To them. Like, we need to, you know... Radicalize. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. there's a there's that, and then there's the other part of me that's like, um, not everyone is me. Not everyone is like me. And yeah. And there's a lot of open... There's a lot of people that are ready to be open-minded that maybe don't have the same conversations. Yeah. So I guess I'm yeah. just... I'm curious to think about, like, what both of your kind of um, opinion is about, like, if if a movie is trying to reach a wide audience, which most of Indian cinema does try to do, like, do you think there are allowances that can be made for, um, I guess, being less nuanced, a little bit more kind of 101 in their approach? I think so. I think so too. I, I definitely, I think like the more, 
I guess I guess for me it's like the more the sooner that that can happen, then the more space there is for more nuance portrayals, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like if if that gets support, <laughs> I mean, there's also just like like getting the people who think that it's too one on one to the box office as well, yeah, to support it, so that then there can be more nuanced representations. Because I totally agree. It's like on one hand, we have to stop. You know, we shouldn't have to pander we should be able to push things. But on the other hand, there are a lot of people who actually aren't hateful. They're just, yeah. They don't know. know. Like, yeah, exactly. They don't know what this stuff is. People have extremely different things. Like it's just extremely different people that they're like even around. So, um, I think a really good movie, I guess I'll just mention it here really quick for anyone who's interested. Um, Margarita with a straw is a Hindi movie that, is very nuanced in its portrayal of disability and lesbian relationships. Um, And it used to be on Netflix, but it's not anymore, which I'm very upset about. But if you're able to find it anywhere else, and if you're looking for an Indian movie that portrays these things. I'm going to write this in my notes right now. Yeah, Margarita (laughs) with a Straw. um, It it was really lovely. I cried when I watched it. Um, But yeah, just as an aside, if you're interested, there's that movie. So, um... We forgot to do something which that we usually do, which we usually talk about the director and the writer a little bit, and we did not do that. I mean, mostly just because there was just so much to get into anyway, but um, instead of like getting too deep into who the director is, I saw this amazing letterboxed review of this movie that talks about the director, so I feel like this will be a good, good thing to share. Um, it's... Uh, <laughs> How do I announce this? Okay. Wait, can the, I see? The reviews, I'm I'm convinced Karan Johar's entire body of work is a satirical takedown of boring straight people. Oh, hundred percent. Four thousand percent. Yeah. But I don't Which know just that adds I don't know to what that, we were just saying yeah, about Yeah, I don't Anjali's know that that character. applies to Kuchko that because like it's Anjali and Tina. I don't know, like how can and you not see a, that? And this is his yeah. first and this is his first movie. Yeah. Yeah. So he went on to make a bunch more, and I know nothing about any of them, which is also why I didn't mention it. But he wrote and directed it. And have you seen any of his other films? I probably have. I just don't know them by name because, once again, I'm ignorant of, of cinema in all <laughs> <laughs> capacities. Well, you might know them, but you don't know them by the director. So I mean, like, that's like here. Normal. Let's let me look up. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else he's done. What's his name again? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Karan Johar. This is real, though. This is real. Johar. See, yeah, I don't... See, I spent half my life telling myself that this shit was stupid, so, you wow. know. Okay. Um, okay, let's see. There's one here. I see Informally one. known as Kjo. Didn't know that. Um, I know that there's one called... Wow, he gave major friendship goals in this okay, photo. Kuch, kuch, oh, yeah, no, no. That, okay, yeah, no, I get it. Kuchu kuchu hota hai, kabi kuchu kabi kohum, another, like, staple of Indian rom-coms. Okay, yeah, so from what I'm understanding so far is, like, Indian rom-coms during the 90s were dominated by, I guess, like, this guy and maybe one other person. Kal, kabi alviranakin, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, Wake Up Sid, I've seen that. My name is Khan. That was the documentary about Shah Rukh Khan. Um, yeah, no, I, I think this guy, I think he just like does all the rom-coms from what I can tell. Yeah, okay. I've seen, I know about all these. 
His social drama, My Name is Khan, earned him his second Filmfare Award for Best Director. Yeah, people really love Shah Rukh Khan for a really long time. Yeah, no, I watched it. Um, it's it's kind of like, um, I remember we were talking about the Lady Gaga documentary. Um, it's, it's just kind of like that, but about Shah Rukh Khan. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. He's like, look at my tattoo and my grandma. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love. I like imagining him okay, going so in what and I, like playing a song for his grandma and then hugging her gratuitously in front of the here's camera. Here's what I'm curious about. So I don't know. I'm not very, very good at Hindi. I can't speak it very well, but I understand it pretty well. So I guess I'm wondering, like, as far as, like, I have the subtitles on just in case I missed anything, but I'm curious, like, as non-native Hindi speakers or listeners, what you thought about the movie just based because you only had subtitles to go off you don't even kind of know hindi okay so, so a lot what of, was that experience like a lot of people make fun of me because i watch movies with subtitles a lot of the time oh me too yeah. even when they're english yeah. like i do yeah, that and part of that is because i just have <laughs> i'm just a very distracted person i mean my parents just um, just like to have subtitles yeah so i just grew up having exactly them. i just really like it and like i'm used to living with a lot of people in loud buildings and so and i just I get distracted easily, so having subtitles also helps me. Um, so for me, in that sense, like having subtitles didn't feel different. I mean, obviously yeah. it was different because I don't understand what you people are saying. You have to keep like, watching. I have to yeah. watch it. And in that sense, it was. Um, I, I mean, in that sense, I feel like the the visually the visual loudness, like we were talking about, like the yeah. costumes and like the music and stuff, helped even more for me because it was just more for me to take in that connected to the plot. Um, so in that sense, I feel like that helped a lot. Whereas if it was a quieter movie, it would be be harder for me to really keep track of everything or to connect to it. So I feel like in that sense, like Bali, like, like this movie in specific is really welcoming to, to non, non non non-native speakers. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jody? Um, well, I mean, it kind of reminded me sometimes of like, um, anime that I watched in terms of like, when I looked at the translation, uh, so much of what they were saying, I could already kind of get a gist of based on like their expressions yeah. and you know their acting. And there's also just the fact that um, I know that these things aren't generally direct translations. So a lot of it, I feel like sometimes it's like, like especially for the songs and stuff, I feel like, oh yeah, this is the gist of yeah. the song. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was kind of used to it in that sense. And I mean, this was a little like subtitled because I, you know, I have a lot of trouble seeing, so it can subtitles can be really hard for me. But I could relax a little bit more of this movie because I could, because I could tell what was going on even if I didn't know exactly what was being said. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think um, I don't know. A lot of people like talk about like Indian movies like this. Like people will say like certain movies are just like time pass films. Like you don't need to pay a lot of attention. Like you kind of know what's going on. It's not a super serious movie. It, it's, it's a time pass movie. Like you, yeah. you put it on to pass the time. You sink into it for a few hours. Yeah, essentially. Um, and I think like another good part about this, at least for you, Jody, I guess, is that like, you know, during the songs, you can just tune out. Like the songs aren't relevant to the plot. You don't need to know what's going on during the songs. <laughs> you know, I mean, I look, I look to see, cause I mean, there's a lot of repetition in the song. So once I know like what the gist of the song is, I can just chill. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was de- I was definitely like writing on my paper for class while I was watching this. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I did. I, I like clean my room and stuff. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, whereas some movies, like, you would be like, oh shit, I gotta rewind this. I now. just laid in bed. I was watching it because when I'm when I watch movies in bed, my face is closer to the subtitles and like Kyle was asleep and then he would wake up and he'd be like, I hear, I heard a bunch of songs. And he'd like, <laughs> it was like kind of soothing for him. <laughs> like, wake up. And then like yeah. he. Then, like, he started to get into the movie. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, well, he would just, like, drift in That's and cute. out of it. And he'd just be like, oh, what's going on now? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so yeah, funny. one of the deets. Oh, yeah. I guess, like, another question. Um, so, I guess, I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But from what I understand, like, there are people who find, you know, quote-unquote bad rom-coms. They actually genuinely really enjoy them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess I'm wondering, like, what would you make of that type of good demographic? And I'm just wondering if that matches up with kind of the Indian cinema equivalent of like quote unquote bad rom-coms. Okay. Well, I definitely think that this movie fits in with a lot of the movies that we've covered in the sense of being like a bad rom-com, but also being really likable. Like a lot of the movies that we've covered, regardless of how we feel about it, are generally likable. Yeah. <laughs> and they're re- like popular for that reason. Yeah. And like when you want to just chill, like it's like, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And it's really only when you try to tease it out from like a critical perspective or you think about like the gender dynamics or whatever is awry that you're like, yeah, this is actually not good. And I mean, like there are like movies that we've covered, like this is better than, this is better than, <laughs> oh yeah, so this is definitely better than a lot of the movies. This is really? Also, yeah. Yeah, this for is, sure. This is better than from Justin to Kelly, like 100% it is. Oh yeah. And it's better than Leap Year. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, it's way yeah. more interesting to watch than Leap Year. Yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely um, way more fun to watch than a lot of the movies. Ooh, that are, like, better than Run for Your Wife. Totally. Oh my gosh. Better, everything is better than that. Better than The Woman in Red. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, this is better than a lot of the movies we've covered. So, like, it's, but I definitely would agree that, like, it fits in, you know, mm-hmm. like you were asking about people who really like bad rom coms. Like, um, like, I get, I, I, I think, like, at least for me personally, I get that. Like, and, and when we cover movies, there will be a lot of times where either Jordan or I or both of us like the movie that we're covering. And we mm-hmm. had to kind of grapple with the fact that, like, oh, I grew up liking this movie. Yeah. But now we're going to talk about what's wrong with it. Oh, yeah. Like you when know? we were just doing, uh, like, we, we, like we just did an episode on Poison Ivy, a movie that I watched a million times. It's for Patreon subscribers only. So uh, sorry about that. If you're not a Patreon subscriber. Yeah. And you have to pay $8 or more also, not just the Patreon. Anyway, you, that's all on the page. Um, We just did an episode on Poison Ivy, and it's just been like... <laughs> Do you know how much I watched Poison Ivy and how much I like <laughs> thought that it was a good movie. And she had to watch it. She had to watch me watch it for the first time. Oh and like my me God. just like laughing and, and then just like, like put me you just like emotionally responding. You were like, so mad by like the end of it. at the movie <laughs> and like just passionately against it. Like Instagramming it. and like Yeah, I can't imagine like being pissed about Gucci Gucci Yeah. Like no. what is there to be mad about? Yeah. Everyone lived happily, well, except for Tina, who died. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They killed her off before we could really care, you know? Okay, yeah, I guess that's... She was like an archetype. That's another question. Okay, returning to Tina, I feel like between Tina and Anjali, like, I... 
I think I can speak for most of us when I say that I know more about Anjali than Tina. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Tina just kind of just appeared and was hot for like 10 minutes and yeah, then receded. Yeah, like very hot and good. She was very elusive. Benel- benevolent. You know? Yeah. And like, and, and there is a question of like, okay, she was in love with him, but also like, was it was she? obvious that, t- that, that um, Anjali was so much more passionately like thrown by her love for Rahul I feel like even when they were young and so for Tina yeah, it's like, I don't is know she just more Tina... subdued in her communication honestly style? I don't know that if Tina was really into him yeah like do you think that she was just trying to be pragmatic and she was like I just want to get married or, I have no idea I feel yeah. like if I knew more about Tina as a person I'd be able to tell you it'd be easier to draw those lines I mean if I if like if we don't speculate and we just look at the movie for what it is what we see is like T- uh uh, Rahul and Anjali having like a genuine friendship and relationship and then we see like Rahul doing all these kind of stunts and slapstick things to woo Tina and yeah. her sometimes be- and her being wooed by it so like uh, yeah actually now that I think about it like they didn't really have a genuine interaction and yet we're supposed to believe that they got married and had a child and that he was sad for eight years about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I mean, of course, he's not going to be sad if their spouse dies. But, like, just but that the there's fact a disconnect that he was, like, there. Yeah. Completely eight years later, could not conceive of going on a date with someone. And he was so young. You know, like, that's yeah. normal if you've been with someone for decades. But, yeah. I mean, you know, this is this is a rom com, but still, like, I I had trouble kind of connecting with the Tina of Xavier, of St. Xavier College, with the Tina that died during childbirth. Like, yeah. that, that seemed like very. I was. I also I was like, like when I start, I was like, the movie just starts like full in. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, the movie's that's just not like, uncommon. Here we go. Yeah. I was like, I was like, and I, I'm in. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I don't know Tina. I, I know Anjali more, and like we said, it's not even about the like. Like a lot of the most of the movies we cover, we don't know that much about the the characters beyond like. I don't even know what Rahul does. Like he goes to a con, like a business conference. What is that? I don't know what he does. It's like he wears a suit and he makes money. Like we know that, and he has to go to a conference. And then like when his daughter has a cold, he has to like book a flight back. Like like Vincent Adultman. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what he does. Factory. Okay. Also, like, what was their major in college? Like, oh yeah, no, oh, that's man. never answered. I would love to know. Yeah. Um. So I guess like when you strip away all those things, like what is the character's job? What's their major? Why are they here? Why do they choose Saint right. Xavier's? Are Why they, are they? What? Yeah. Who are their parents? Whatever. To each other, it's like, what are things. you left with? You're just left with songs and feelings. Yeah. And I'm just I'm curious if like either of you find value in that or if you view that as like um empty or flat i don't think that's empty um by like virtue of existing like Mm -hmm. i don't think that like that i think there's a place for that and i feel like i mean for me one of the things i like about Mm rom-coms when done well like the ones i like i like i like movies that can you know present romance in all of its nuance and complexity but i also on the other hand like movies that play you know like yeah. there is something nice as adults to have movies that play and that that um are bright and and positive and and not not like oh it's stupid and there's nothing to take from it you know but i i don't think that something has to always be depressing to be good or to be art or to be you know um useful. i think that's so i think having yeah. feeling like 
I also think that feelings are s- like just like letting feelings happen on a screen. Yeah. You know, there's something to that. No, I mean, like I asked someone recently, like as a person who also like has made a career out of film and television and critique, like what, you know, what do what do people who like capital L love films like what do they love about it? Because once again, I watch movies. I have some favorite movies, but I'm really bad at keeping up with movies. Um Books and music, I can I can understand that capital L love. But what do people love about film? And um, <laughs> you, Jordan, Jordan, yeah. we need we need you, you to weigh in me. because you like are like way more than me on this. Like, have the what do I love about film? Okay, so no. Okay, so my question is, we need you. Okay, given what you love about film, you don't have to explain it. But given what you love about film, where does Kuchkuchotahe fill fit into, like? If you love it or if you don't love it, what is what does love of a film mean to you, and what does "gucci gucci" that hit mean to you now? This is, what you, this is an essay question. <laughs> I know uh, you, you came like loaded. I love it. I like, really didn't. I'm just like so curious. Like, I, I have like, not talked to like non-South like it's a fun Asian people thing to watch. It's like it takes two. Like if I were gonna watch it with like if I were gonna do a double feature, it'd be it and it takes two and like the parent trap and i just watch all three of them <laughs> back yeah, to back absolutely and like that's fine that's chill like that's something that you can put on your tv you're cleaning the apartment you're washing the dishes like you got some friends over everybody maybe you know you had a party last night and everybody just wants to chill out like we're gonna put on i guess some- like what i'm asking is what would you say about a person or what would you think about a person who who like if you ask them what's your favorite movie and if they said i love good 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 well, I probably wouldn't say anything because I don't really feel like that's my place. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's because, not... like to me, it's kind of like saying it's like if a person was like, "I love the Beatles," right? Because like, right. I mean, you know, you can think whatever you want about the Beatles, but like they're classic, they're staple, they're you know who hasn't grown up listening to the Beatles. So you want to know like what else? Like yeah, so what like, else I guess do you like? I wonder okay, like cool. yeah, of course you like that. What else do you like? Yeah, I feel like Gosh Gosh like kind of occupies the space of being like, you can't really be a person who like likes or dislikes it. Like that's not it's really what it's there. about. It's just, it's just there. It's there. And like you've seen it. And if you haven't seen it, you've basically and seen it. And you're probably it. comfortable with it. And there's probably like parts of it that you think are funny and parts of it that you think are silly. And that's like fine. Yeah, I haven't yeah. met a single person who's like, I hate Gosh Gosh or like, well, if there's not much to hate about it, you know, like it's not, I, I feel like it's not, um, trying to push you in a way that would nope. make you hate it right you know nope. like it's a delightful yeah yeah like like you like like you said jordan it, it would be like somebody passionately hating it takes two it's like why like who hurt you yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did, what did, did it ever do to you like calm that like you don't have to like nobody's making it be your favorite but like what like, like i don't like, like steve gutenberg but like i'll watch it takes two and i'll be like oh yeah steve gutenberg's okay okay so <laughs> i want to know what you guys think of the songs as people who probably, I'm assuming, don't really listen to Hindi songs. They're fun. They're, like, pleasurable to the ears. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. I love the music. I love watching everybody's... You mentioned this earlier, but I, I liked watching, like, really actually paying attention to the subtitles during the songs because there were, there were little nuggets that were, like, really nuanced, you know? Yeah. About the feelings of love and how you feel great, but you also feel terrified. Yeah. And, you know, or even in one of the songs um, 
Anjali's mom was talking about how sad she would be when Anjali left to get married and how she would be lonely. And I was like, wow, they're like including yeah. these songs are including a lot of feelings of people who aren't necessarily the main characters, but it's looking at the bigger picture. So I love that. I think it's fun. And I'm not normally a musical person. Um, yeah, me neither. I normally get annoyed at musicals because I feel like it's low quality music and low quality story <laughs> combined. I'm like, just pick one. Do good music or good movie, you know, or good. Um, so, um, but I think I also was in a different mindset because I was like, okay, I've only seen like maybe one other Bollywood film. So I wanted to experience it. Just you curious, know? which one was it? Um, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you remember anything about it? Um, yeah. With Shah Rukh Khan in it. I, I know... Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I know that there was, like, a child that almost died. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what? I, I, it could be any number of films. Yeah, there was, like, a child that almost died. And I was going to say, everyone was really beautiful. It's like, okay, yeah, it's a movie. Um, mm. But, yeah, I loved, I, I liked the songs. I thought they were fun. I either spaced out or I, like, really focused. I had no middle ground. I was either like, yeah, whatever, okay, a song. Or I was like, yeah. what are they saying? Uh, you know, like, who is singing right now? Yeah. So. I think, like, I don't know. I mentioned Strictly Ballroom earlier. And I remember... Um, I remember when I watched it, I was at my uncle's house and he was like, all right, we're going to watch a movie. And he saw like the, disc whatever, like one sentence description there was for Strictly Ballroom. And he thought it was going to be like a serious movie about like ballroom dancing and like, you know, the culture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I and he was like, this, he was like, it has like four stars. I like, love that watch so this. much. We're going to watch love this that. movie. Oh, it's going to be really good. So we watched this movie. Adorable. Yeah, myself, my uncle, my aunt, and my three teenage cousins. We watched this movie, and then it was what what it was. And yeah, I remember as I was watching it, like so much of it reminded me of like this kind of it, just the entire aesthetic, even of just like over the top in every respect: color, dance, tone of voice, dialogue. I love. I love. That. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm wondering, like, the more the more I talk about this movie, the more I realize, like, I really have not made a space in my not not only like taste in film, but taste in you know any kind of art for just over the topness for its own sake. Um, and I'm wondering if, like, as an aesthetic category or um, as a quality of movies that appeals to you, like, if it does, just, yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. I love drama. I mean, like, yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, some of the movies that we've gushed over the most that I think have surprised listeners. I mean, like we gushed over a Lifetime movie mm -hmm. about a hot dead ghost. You oh, know? yeah. So, like, which one was that? The Spirit of the Spirit Christmas. of Christmas. Oh, yeah, that has yeah. remained one of our classics. Like, Call it to everyone that yeah. brought that gem to us. So, like, definitely have space for like over-the-top, super extra plot, super dramatic. I like, mean, we loved She's All That. We had a full, like, Oh, yeah, that was one of our good romance of, episodes. Yeah, we all, have some gushing all, episodes that I think people are like, really? Okay. She's All That has, like, this, like, basically this whole dance number that's like, essentially, like, the, the hand whole, jive from Greece. Yeah, like, the whole high school has a <laughs> choreographed dance, and Usher is inexplicably, like, a DJ at the high school who doesn't really go there. Like, it's, oh, yeah, it's no, wild. He's not in any other scene. No, he's <laughs> just, like, Usher is just, like, working. <laughs> Working at the like radio station. <laughs> so, like, we don't, I definitely, we both definitely have a space for, like, very loud, extra, like, ridiculous movies. And, I mean, I think that's why, 
I mean, that's why I want romantic comedies to be good because yeah. Like, yeah, I, I want like, I like seeing that channeled in a in a successful way. Yeah. Yeah, and I think like that's one of the, maybe that's one of the things that's like kept me from like feeling like I'm allowed to be a person who's like capital I into movies is like I thought that I had to have these like very serious movies and like very no. capital G good movies that no. I really love. Every movie that you like has no. to alienate everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Be, like, and I thought that that's what it took sad. to be a person who capital L loves cinema. I'm going to stop saying capital L because it's no, really annoying. No. And I, and I feel like that's like a common misconception. I mean, I, you know, some people consider me as someone who capital L loves cinema and that might be the case, but I will also, if someone <laughs> says, uh, Hey, it's like, an erotic thriller and everybody's I don't know like stuck in a movie theater and then they all start <laughs> fucking each other I'll watch that yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah I mean you're very open like, like <laughs> yeah no I definitely yeah definitely have space for the extra love it well I guess I guess what I'm realizing in both re-watching this movie and also talking about it right now is that I was in I've been kind of intimidated out of getting into movies well, let's and let's intimidate you back in. Get into <laughs> movies. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and this I guess like our, I guess our Indian intervention, cinema. and especially I don't know. I just I watched this movie and like then I just started looking up like pictures of like Madhubala and like Rekha and all these like old Hollywood or sorry not old Hollywood old Bollywood actresses. Um, and I was just like, man, like these were the people that defined an entire era. And yeah. I became so curious about that. And I don't know, Indian cinema, at least like as a, you know, as a whole, just seems to be a much less intimidating environment for the person who, you know, doesn't know a whole lot about movies. Yeah. Like you're not going to feel like you can just watch it and you're not worried about like, like you don't need to did film I accidentally degree. like the wrong movie or something. And also like a lot of the people that do have film degrees still suck. <laughs> So like Copy paste time. that to a lot of areas. Of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people who think they have authority, yeah, authority in any genre of art. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people fucking suck. So like, and you and you don't. So you're good. Cool. You know. Cool. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> what What is okay? So I mean, we've. I feel like for our listeners, like we think. I mean, it's on Amazon. Like, just watch it. You know. Yeah. But we always recommend other movies at the end of the podcast mm -hmm. like what other bollywood movies would you recommend in this vein or just my personal opinion in this vein in this vein yeah in this vein oh yeah no like i think we went down the line of like what else this director has done like all the classic rom-coms like kabhi gushi kabhi gom like kabhi alvidana kehena um any of those just go down the line of his like filmography on wikipedia and i'm sure you could find them streaming somewhere um if you want to watch more movies like this, then those are going to be a bunch of very fun movies. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any personal recommendations. Um, oh, yes. No, I was obsessed with this movie when I was young. I'm not sure where it's streaming, but it also has Shah Rukh Khan and Kajal in it. Um, Kajal is Anjali, by the way. Yeah. Um, and Shah Rukh Khan is Rahul. But yeah, they're both in it. They're both the main characters. And that one also has really good songs. I was obsessed with when I was young. Also another like classic of Indian cinema and rom-coms. Um, I'm yeah. totally going to check that out this week. Go for <laughs> it. Honestly, like if you want to watch it together, I'm totally down. Um, Let's have a Bollywood date, you guys. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
no, but I guess like, no, this is, I think, I don't know. It's funny because like I, I've met a lot of, um, white Americans that are much more into Indian cinema than I am. And they're like, I love Bollywood <laughs> and this oh entire, God. and this entire time, you know, I've been thinking like, Oh, it's stupid. It's contrived. It's like no. cheesy, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm just like, you know what, Becky? I love Bollywood too. I love <laughs> Kuch Kuch Let's fucking watch this movie. <laughs> so glad that this podcast could be part of this, you know, emotional moment in your life. I'm glad also. I hope, I hope it bodes well for the both of you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, this has been the Bad Romance Podcast, and you can listen to us on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, our website, which is badromanceatlibsyn.com. That's Liberated Syndication, a great podcasting platform. Our Patreon page, um, patreon.com slash badromancepod. You can pledge like very like small pledges, two dollars, five dollars, eight dollars. You can pledge more than that, which I mean that would be great, but I mean like you don't have to. And we have bonus episodes. If you pledge eight dollars or more, if you pledge five dollars or more, you can request to for us to cover a film. This was a request. No, I do not remember who requested <laughs> it. I hope you enjoy though. Um and uh, please, you know, give us five stars on iTunes if you want to. If you don't want to give us five stars, just don't put anything in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Like, why would you? <laughs> do why would don't be mean to us? We're not, not making like, money on this. Like, this we're very nice love. people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Bad Romance Pod with a zero instead of an O. There, you will see what our individual Twitters are. Um, Follow We're, us both. Yeah, please. I mean, follow Bronwyn especially because she got kicked off Twitter for a dumb reason and she has to rebuild. It was like the Proud Boys. Right? Yeah, and the Proud Boys basically no. got mad because I wrote an article about them and then they reported me a bunch. So oh, no. I lost my old account. So now I'm like got a little baby account and I need your love. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's really funny because my baby account is like smaller than your baby account. <laughs> We're just little babies out here on Twitter. Yes, we are. Uh, so, yeah, we will see you next week. Love you. I'm Jordan Bye, Searles. Love you. I'm Bronwyn Isaac. I'm Raji Pandia. Bye, everyone. Uh, yeah. Back it up. Back it up.